Welcome to the First Time Facilitator Podcast. Whether you're a first-time facilitator or a seasoned pro, listen in for tips and tricks to make a bigger impact at the next workshop you deliver. And now, your host, Leanne Hughes. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Leanne Hughes, and I'm here to help you create unpredictable workshop experiences that predictably work. Now, last week on the show was episode 150, where I was reflecting on the last 50 weeks and 50 episodes and what I've learned in my facilitation and business career. Usually I mix this up with an interview, but this week, the timing is right for this episode. It's all about the ultimate facilitator holiday wish list. Now, I have definitely sought inspiration from Oprah, Oprah's favorite things when I put this list together. The other thing I did was I hopped onto the Flipchart Facebook community and I put the question out to the community, what would your ultimate facilitator gift be? So if you're listening to the show, it sounds like you are a facilitator or you want to be someone that's running these meetings and workshops more effectively. However, you might want to recommend this episode to a loved one or even send them the link to the show notes, which is at uh, firsttimefacilitator.com forward slash episode 151. So they can get some insight into what you're after uh, during, during the break. Now this list is heavily stacked towards the virtual game. I have included some face-to-face things in it as well. What I'm gonna start off with is just share the things that I think would be awesome. Um, and I kind of base my wish list around things that I want, not things that I necessarily need. I'll talk about some maybe some standard base operating level, I think, for the virtual facilitation game, but then sort of ramp it up to what would a want or a kind of luxury item be in this space. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, If you're new to the show, thanks so much for for tuning in. This is a basically a podcast all about helping you deliver workshops that aren't boring, that are engaging, that are compelling. And in every episode, I sort of try to give you some practical ideas that you can use to improve your facilitation skills. It doesn't matter if you're a facilitator or a meeting planner or someone that just wants to make every experience awesome. This podcast is for you. If you'd like to continue the conversation when the podcast is over, you can join our community of over 1,100 facilitators in the free Facebook group called The Flip Chart. Like I said, I consulted this group heavily when putting together this episode, so I hope you find it helpful. All right, let's just dive right in onto the show. Like I said, my wish list isn't things that I necessarily need, but it's things that I want. However, if you are trying to get your virtual facilitation game to a base level, I just thought I'd run over some of the favorite things and essentials that I think you will need uh, to get to a base level of virtual facilitation. Now, of course, if we're talking base, base level, you can pretty much just dial in using your laptop. I would absolutely suggest having a separate audio input. Um, the microphone that I use, everyone, probably the most common question I get asked is, what microphone do you use? I use the ATR2100. It's about $100. It has not ever really let me down. Oh, the one time it did was when I had it plugged into a computer all day and I was, I think it got a bit of Zoom fatigue as well. <laughs> um, it did, yeah, it just wouldn't connect and I had to sort of quickly switch my settings. But apart from that one incident over the last three years, it's a pretty solid microphone for $100. And I guess I'll throw it to you, the audience. If you're listening to the show, I'm using this podcast, sorry, this microphone to record this podcast. It's pretty reliable. I've also got it um, hooked up to, so what I, when I bought it, I actually just had like a three, like a tripod, a three, 
a uh, tripod microphone stand, but that really got in the way. So what I bought off Amazon was a $30 microphone stand that just sort of, um, you basically just twist it onto the side of your desk and it's got these long arms that you can manipulate and so it's out of your way when you talk. I do talk with my hands a lot though. Sometimes I do bump it. But for 30 bucks, it's unreal. And then I also have a foam pillow thing that goes over the top of the microphone, which I got on eBay. I think I got 10 of them for $10. You can get all different colors. I started off with blue. I'm using black now just to just to mix it up, a bit of contrast, right? That's the audio setup. Uh, Logitech webcams, I would absolutely upvote. Do you need a DSLR camera? It depends on how much video that you'll be doing in terms of are you going to be doing pre-recorded video? I haven't got to that stage yet. I'm using my iPhone. I've got the new iPhone 12 and I use that when I am recording video. It's got HDR. It's pretty awesome. The Logitech webcam, there's the C920. That is pretty popular. There's the Brio as well. So you can't go wrong with those options and they really do sort of up level your setup. So we've talked audio, we've talked video, lighting is another key thing. And if I was to prioritize these, I would actually put audio up first. Uh, that is what creates a lot of Zoom fatigue is when we're trying to listen really hard because the audio is not clear to understand. So if you're thinking about your audience and how engaged you want them to be, invest in the audio first. If you don't have the money to invest in a webcam, just move your computer so your eyes are in line with the monitor. So we're not like looking up up your face, up your nose, uh, which is actually still common. I, I still see it. So even if you just put an old phone book or shoebox uh, so that your webcam is in direct eye contact with you, I think that's a good step without buying a webcam. Uh, lighting, all I use at the moment, and I'm this is actually uh, something I'm going to talk about in a moment in terms of what I want. Um, but what I use at the moment is I got a $10 lamp off Ikea. Um, it's, it's an Ikea lamp, but I got it off the Facebook marketplace from someone down the road who was just, they were moving house. I got rid of it. Um, just got a bulb in there and I diffuse it off the wall. And at certain times of the day, I'll just manipulate the daylight that's coming through with the light. And I'll move it around depending on what that looks like. So diffusing light with a $10 lamp is all you need. What I have upgraded, and this isn't, okay, I talked about needs. This is a little bit of a want, but mainly because of survival was um, I was having to get massages every week because I probably sit pretty poorly in my seat. So I got a sit-stand desk and along with that, a rubber mat. I think I spent about $450 on the sit-stand desk. It's electronic, um, very, very easy to use. The rubber mat is good because your knees lock and your feet get a bit sore when they're standing in the same place. Um, so it cushions that a bit. Of course, a comfortable chair and Michael Grinder talked about this actually. One of the first guests that actually mentioned the importance of a chair. So a chair with no arms uh, and he suggests not when you sit on it, try not to have your back resting against the edge. I just put myself up on that actually. So now I'm going to, I'm going to uh, move forward. I don't like using headphones. I feel very insulated. So I just use my AirPods. Now they're just awesome to have because I get to do like walk and talks. And if I'm shooting videos or audio notes for people on the road or like when I'm out just walking around, the AirPods are amazing. Plus I, I don't like that feeling of a phone against my ear. Um, and then probably it, this could be in between a need and a want. Maybe, oh, look, actually it is a need, would be a second monitor. Um, absolutely because you kind of are when you're on these virtual calls you're flicking between things you might be context switching and it's handy to have that second monitor with like your notes and things on there as well ready to go so that 
I just want to get that out of the way very quickly. My basics for virtual facilitation uh, or facilitation in 2020. And I'm curious, uh, you have been in this virtual facilitation game for the year as well. Would you add anything different to that list? Is there something important that I'm missing? Please let me know. You can uh, send me a DM on Instagram at Leanne Hughes or just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. What else would you add to that needs list? We're looking at like, uh, I think it's Hertzberg's theory of motivation. He talks about hygiene factors and motivators. I think everything I've just listed is a hygiene factor. It's a base level requirement. Let's talk about the motivators now. So these are, I'm just, I've kind of got a couple of categories. The first category is giving someone the gift of confidence. These are items that I think will help you feel more confident. Obviously confidence comes from within, but you can have, I think it was Venus or Serena Williams. She was talking about the outfits that she wears at a, uh, when she plays tennis and how it just makes her feel the part. So I'm going to focus on that uh, in terms of confidence. Firstly, I think it's important to supercharge your upper body. Yes, I'm talking about the newsreader look. Never has it become more essential to, and I guess what I'm loving about uh, Instagram and seeing a lot of these clothing stores is that they're all stacking um, upper body uh, outfits and things like that. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I think it's clever marketing. Um, if I'm to pick, this is my wish list. Like this is Oprah's favorite, right? So I'm going to go with, I love Sass and Buy. They're an Australian designer. They have the coolest statement top. So there's something they ha- they use like sparkles and really unique looking tops. That's for women. Uh, I'm not too sure for men, but uh, if you are a bloke listening in and you've got a favorite designer for tops, let me know. They just do really cool things. And apart from that, if you don't have a statement top, it's just like a black top's fine and then ramping it up with some interesting jewelry. So I've seen a lot of people jump on with like cool dangly earrings. And um, I'm not prescribing what you should wear, by the way. I just, I'm just sort of sharing ideas and things that make me feel good about jumping on these virtual calls that uh, if it is like a, a Christmas or a holiday virtual event, I'll wear some bling because that's what people can see in that frame on a Zoom call. Um, shout out to Kate Munro as well. She has the, I just, she was just on Instagram before and she was jumping on a, a Christmas call and that's where I sort of got the idea. She's like cool sparkly green dress and she's got wicked glasses and her earrings are on point. So yeah, I think it's just fun. It, it if we are limited to work in the same four walls, why not make it more interesting for ourselves? And I think those are some ways that you can mix it up just through supercharging your upper body. And I guess I wanted to put this as a disclaimer. This isn't for to impress anyone else. It's more to make yourself feel, get into that zone. I talk about state a lot in this podcast. And I certainly found that if you are getting into state, that includes like for me, it's like running and eating the right food and hydrating and then stepping into something that makes me feel good. The same reason why Serena Williams wears outfits that make her feel confident on that court. So this is more of a coming from a confidence perspective rather than trying to impress anyone. I just wanted to make that clear. The um, the other thing you can do to sort of supercharge your upper body, which isn't related to this, but is in your frame, would be the background that you're working with. And I found it really fun in our Virtually Possible community. Um, I have a neon sausage dog light that I'll put on. Oh, I won't put it on for every call. Yuri also had a, a banana neon light. And then Ken Bergen down in Sydney, he bought a cloud neon light. And it's just kind of fun. Uh, you can hop onto eBay 
and just search for neon lights. There's some that are really expensive and you can get bespoke ones for like over 200 bucks. Um, but I just see what's available. You can get like unicorns, you can get really sort of fun sayings, things that re represent your brand. Uh, and it adds just a bit of intrigue and interest to your Zoom frame. Now, of course, you don't have to stick to neon lights. Uh, think about the books that you've got in the background, the, the credibility or the brand that you're trying to represent with your background and have a bit of a play with that. So. And this may not mean buying anything uh, extra. I don't really like the idea of just buying gifts for the sake of it and for landfill, but see what's in your home. Uh, what can you bring into that frame as well? What would make you, I don't know, we're all interested in what people are doing and what's going on with their backgrounds. We are forming opinions off that. So it's kind of fun to have fun with it as well. Now, confidence comes from feeling good, but it also comes with having reliable tech tools or tools that can do things a little bit above and beyond. And I would like to share some of the tech tools that I would love to really get into next year as I look into doing more sort of live streaming and creating a TV broadcast style. So the first thing I did buy actually, this is <clears throat> was um, during the Cyber Monday sales and that was Ecamm Pro. There are a lot of different streaming tools out there. I chose Ecamm Pro because I've got a MacBook and it's built for that. And I picked the Pro version because that allows me to interview up to four people on a call at the same time. If you don't get the Pro version, they've got a call in via Skype and it's another integration I didn't want to have to deal with. I just wanted to send one link over to them. Uh, so yeah, maybe in 2021, I'll, I'll do more live interviews on a platform like LinkedIn, which Ecamm can integrate uh, with. I can do more like live podcast episodes where you can ask your questions and get feedback from guests live. Who knows what that will look like, but now I've got the software for at least a year to play around with it. I haven't played around with it yet. The um, Something that's going to help enable the live streaming is the Elgato Stream Deck. Now there's two, there's a, well, there's a few different models. Uh, there's a Stream Deck Mini and then there's the normal version. The Mini has six buttons on it and you can upgrade and get over 10 or 12 I think for the extra $80, it's worth getting the uh, at least 12 buttons. I have no experience with using sort of stream decks or switch decks for effects, but I'm imagining you'd max out on six buttons pretty quickly when you're looking at screen changes or sound effects or overlays. So yeah, I would probably suggest starting with the regular one for an extra 80 bucks, you might as well. The um, lighting becomes really important. Now, I don't know if my $10 lamp, like it looks okay on Zoom calls, but if I'm wanting to be, to really step up my quality, lighting is really key. Uh, Yuri, uh, my co-collaborator in Virtually Possible, recommends the Elgato Key Light Air. I think it's a couple hundred bucks and everything mentioned on the show will be in the show notes. There'll be a link to it. I'm just on the website now. I'll read out what, I mean, their branding is really awesome. Uh, what is it? Precision engineered, simply stunning. The key light air gets your camera feed looking professional, but you'll want to use it for everything. Ah, oh, how compelling is that? This website looks really cool. Um, it's got these features and benefits here that don't make much sense to me. Uh, 80 premium Osram LEDs, 1400 lumen output. Yeah, that's going over my head, but the fact that it was referred by Yuri means I think it's a good one to go and his lighting looks awesome in his videos. Would I suggest getting a DSLR? I I don't think, for me right now, I'm not going to go down that route. I think I'm pretty happy with uh, the gear that I've got. I spoke about it before. The webcam's fine. Uh, the more Probably the more important thing is internet speed. And Australia, that's not, uh, we don't have a luxury of fast internet speed. So if you get a really great camera, it can sometimes be inhibited by the internet speed. So the quality won't show anyway. 
but yeah, it depends on what country that you're in. So those are the few things that I think would be on my virtual facilitation wish list. Um, the gift of wisdom is something else. And actually, very shortly, I will be sharing what suggestions came up in the Flipchart community. What I'm creating in terms of the gift of wisdom next year, I'm going to be bringing out a flagship course. So I've played around with a few different things like the first time facilitator bootcamp and the show up community, both targeting facilitators, people that have their own facilitation businesses. But I really want to hone down on, on a specific topic and pain point and have that as a flagship offering. So I'm working on that for next year. It's not available for your consumption this holiday season, but thought I'd just share that. Before I move to what the flip chart has said, though, uh, face to face, if you're running face to face workshops in 2021, what would you put on your wish list? For me, um, I actually found a really awesome bag at Uniqlo. It's a and I'm only raising it because I'm very particular about bags and compartments and zips and everything else. And this has been the best bag that I've bought for travel. I've been doing a lot of travel in the last 20 weeks up to North Queensland, working on a contract. And it's the perfect size for a bag that can go under your seat, but also fits your laptop, also has compartments for everything. Uh, it's also very kind of slimline as well. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I just had a quick look at the Uniqlo website. It's not on there at the moment. I hope they bring it back. I hope it's not sold out. Um, but it's just a Uniqlo shoulder bag. I think I got it for about $30 or $40 bargain. And it's really robust as well. So I, I have about eight kilograms in there uh, with my laptop, my iPad, uh, just anything that I sort of try and sneak on a plane, like drink bottle, all that sort of stuff. It's the perfect bag. So for a facilitator on the go, uh, it's awesome. In terms of face-to-face, uh, Dr. JJ Peterson on our podcast episode, he's from StoryBrand. He recommended comfortable shoes and I could not agree more with him. This could even apply for virtual if you wear shoes at home. But if you are standing up all day, it's important to have comfortable shoes that look good and that are also versatile. And he suggests like investing a couple hundred dollars into a good pair of shoes because we all know what it's like at the end of the day. There's a good brand uh, of shoes in Australia called Frankie Four Footwear. Uh, so physios that make shoes and they're also comfortable. So that's for an Australian recommendation. I'd love to hear your country recommendations as well. Again, always just reach out. I love hearing from you on LinkedIn or Instagram at Leanne Hughes. A couple more tips, things that I love. I just love having a, uh, a pencil case that is made out of neoprene. That's where I chuckle my flip chart markers in. Neoprene is uh, just a cool material. It's light, it's hardy. Uh, usually it comes like a neoprene zipper, like wetsuit material. So yeah, just it just it's nice textured and um, I just thought I'd share that <laughs> before I move on and share all of the flip charted suggestions. Now, just a disclaimer here, I am reading these out in the order that they came in through on the flip chart and keeping the commentary from the person that suggested it. So you have some insight on that. So our first suggestion was from Charlotte Blair. She's been on the podcast before, Strengths Coach. Her suggestion was an actual flip chart for her at home. Uh, I, I have flip charts and I've got them against a whiteboard. So I've got them clipped onto a whiteboard in case I need to do some sort of fun brainstorming and I actually want the paper. Um, I've got about four or five flip charts. I just bought them at Officeworks and I store them here. <laughs> so I, I hear you, Charlotte. Uh, she also said a proper big laser printer, printing resources. And I imagine all those uh, strength reports that you go through, some fun buzzers. That's cool. So those are those ones for game shows where you just hit a button. Uh, I reckon there might be an alternative 
on using like iPhones and apps perhaps. Um, I'm sure there is. I'm sure someone said, oh, there's an app for that. So we'll see. But those, those buzzers are really cool. And a whole set of Bicablo resources and pens. So Bicablo is like a way of drawing uh, in terms of icons and imagery on your flip charts. So that would go very well with her flip chart request. Okay, Nadia Petronoskaya, she has been on the podcast as well before from More Shiny Eyes over in Germany. She likes to have a wooden box to keep all her pens together. So while I'm a fan of neoprene and wet seat material, uh, Nadia's all about the wooden box. She also has her set of wonder cards and I've got a set of these as well. So these are um, cards that you can use to design your workshop. So lots of different ideas for creating workshops are on these cards. When I was traveling through to India, I remember stopping over in Hong Kong and I was trying to think of if I needed an extra tool or something to bring out if timing went too quickly. So I just shuffled through a deck of cards and I put 10 relevant cards slash activities right at the top of the deck. So then if I needed to, during a break, bring something in, I had the ten, the top 10 that I wanted to use for that session. So they're very handy. She also says a music source to create, um, to share music. So if you are sharing stuff over Zoom and you're recording it, I mean, it, it is against copyright to do that. But you can use a tool like Epidemic Sounds and get a subscription for that. I think it's about 15 to 20 US dollars a month. And then you've got permission to use that music. They've got like hundreds of thousands of different things that you can bring in to your session. So it's all legit. Susie Daphnis, she's going to be an upcoming guest on the show. She said she loves this thread. And there's something called an ATEM, ATEM Mini Pro, that is apparently the bee's knees. It allows you to mix multiple cameras through the one feed, including your iPad, your phone, and go between you and other guests in your studio. So this is like the, like she said, the bee's knees of Switch Deck. So I mentioned a StreamYard before. This is like the ultimate one. Going at the price, so uh, I think the price of this is around 1400 Australian dollars, which might be around 1000 US dollars. Uh, so there's a, a big difference between the ATM or ATEM Mini Pro and the Elgato Stream Deck, which is an average around $200. These Stream Decks have all been really popular. Jan Deck, who again is coming up as a guest on the show in the new year, he uses a Stream Deck, which is similar, but like I said, the, he uses the one that I was recommending before. Um, and I think I recommended it because Jan uses it. <laughs> Leanne Elliott has asked for an assistant. I love that. Uh, virtual assistants, you can find them um, while we're here. I know she was joking, but you can find them on places like upwork.com or fiverr.com. Climber cards. Now these are... A deck of cards with hand-drawn pictures designed to evoke metaphors and imaginations. are probably very handy if you're trying to elicit some storytelling and sharing. Uh, check out climbercards.com. Again, a link to this is all in the show notes. Uh, then she sort of said, to be more realistic, I think there is something here about the best flip chart pens, a really great bag that organizes everything and is easy to carry, a flip chart paper carry tube that withstands plane holds and flights. So I do have a, so what you want to do if you want one of those tubes is just go to a local art store or online and uh, yeah, search for like architecture or architect or paper, paper tube. I actually have two different sizes, like a big one if I'm carrying, if I'm doing like a lot of pre flip chart work and drawing them beforehand. And then I also have like a smaller one, which is easy to transport. Yeah, it's handy having two of those. 
Larissa Garcia, she shared an awesome photo. So she wants to have some giant colored pre-cut paper shapes that double as big post-its. She says she uses them a lot for virtual and they're so effective in a room too. Now, a disclaimer here from Larissa, she says you need blue tack. Uh, so what that is, in Australia, people don't know what blue tack is. That's a, that's a facilitation essential. Um, it's like, how did you describe it? Something that's it's like a sticky kind of play-doh that just sticks to a wall, sticks anything to a wall and it removes and it's like invisible. It's awesome. Um, I don't know if that's what they call it in your country because I have had people when I've gone to places like Hongo, like, what is this blue tack? And they've asked me to like fly it over for them. <laughs> uh, you can get this giant colored pre-cut paper shape from the reject shop, uh, which is, yeah, it says it'd be pretty affordable, probably a really good stocking filler for your facilitation family member. Artie Hulse, g'day Artie. He suggests a quality light source for online facilitation. So let's go for that Elgato uh, key light that I recommended before. Mariah Buma has gone for software, software subscription for spatial.chat and borrel, B-O-R-R-E-L.me. Both are fantastic, but expensive. So check out spatial.io it looks awesome right so you get onto the homepage, and what you do is like create an avatar but you can move it into different spaces but it's realistic it's not like a 2d thing it's 3d it looks amazing uh check it out spatial.io tony brazelton was also a guest on the podcast and he is recommending the gift of wisdom uh two courses michael bungay and mark bowden's presentation genius course so both mbs and mark have been on the show a couple of times each. Uh, and of course, and he's also recommended Yuri Schilder's video production course. He says both are excellent and worth the investment as a gift even better. Uh, I would abs- yeah, I'd hang my hat on that too, Tony. I know all three of them personally and anything they do is gold dust. So recommend those. Uh, right, we've got Ken Bergen. Ken is always very active and helpful. Again, another previous guest. Isn't it awesome? I actually love how a lot of the guests on the show are also really active community members in the flip chart. So if you're not in that group already, please join. That can be a terrific free holiday gift for yourself. If you've got nothing else to do, have a chat to us in that community over the break. Uh, so he's also recommending the Elgato Stream Deck. So we've got three or four votes for that. Um, I did ask the question, I think I mentioned it early on. I've got a response from, from Ken. He says at least 12 buttons is good. Ken has also recommended something I had not seen before, which intrigues me. It's the it's called a small portable clip-on selfie ring light, LED mini lamp cell phone laptop camera. Now I'm just quoting the title on eBay, which is why it's sort of chunked up with keywords. What this does is it clips onto your phone. So if you're doing like an Instagram story or recording video, you've got an instant light source. Uh, very cool. For the price of Australia, $14.29. I think that's pretty decent. So that, again, that's another good sort of stocking filler. Uh, thank you for that tip, Ken. Sarah Marin has piped up with a cool spin wheel. So I've used a virtual spin wheel before, but this is like a real one that you can use and you can have it in the background. I know Pat Flynn uses it a lot in his uh, YouTube income stream uh, daily TV show that I talk about. So what this is, uh, I'm on amazon.com right at the moment. It's called the Smart Choices 24-inch spinning prize wheel with height adjustable stand, 14 slots, color prize wheel spinner, uh, again with dry arrays and marker pens so you can draw on it as well. 
so you can use this anytime you want to give a choice out or leave things up to random, like who you sort of call on next or which topics you explore. How Pat uses it is he'll have like a live stream for about an hour and they'll play all these different games and challenges. And those games and challenges are on the wheel. So just spin it and there you go. It just, it makes it really fun. I use the spinning wheel virtually for a serendipitous group interview. I did for Miriam's Never Done Before Festivals. That interview will be coming out uh, a little bit later on. And uh, basically just spun the wheel with the question and spun the wheel with who would answer it. It was, um, it was really fun. Gay Rutherford is down in Tasmania. G'day, Gay. And she said that after listening to my podcast interview with Michael Fern, that's episode 149, how about some Lego serious play starter kits? Such a good idea. And you can grab Michael's book while you're there, which has information on how to use serious play. So what these are is instead of just buying like generic Lego pieces or what your kids have used before, you can get a starter kit, which sets you on the path of using Lego series play in your workshop. So a great way to kick that off. And again, a link to that is in the show notes. And we've got Kalisha Coker here and she says she likes some really great markers that smell like fruit. I do have these. It's actually incredible how popular they are. First of all, they're good because they do smell like fruit. But secondly, they're actually really nice to write with and they, they come up beautifully on a flip chart. I know we're sort of geeking out on the detail here, um, but they're, they're really good. They're called... Mr. Sketch and I just get these off eBay or Amazon and I got a you can get the the 12 pack but that comes with like yellow and who whoever uses yellow I don't I certainly don't um so what I do is sometimes I, I just double down on buying like the blacks the blues and the greens uh yeah and you can buy like separate packs of like on eBay of a specific colors so that's a good suggestion as well and she also suggests a really nice rolling backpack or briefcase and she seconds a printer. And that's it from the Flipchart community. And there you have it. I would just like to thank all of the contributors to that. I was just geeking out on all the links and seeing what was going on. I had to be very careful and hide my credit card in another room. One last thing that I'll add to the list of things is like a decent drink bottle, something that carries more than 750 mils, like a litre, I think at a minimum, um, that keeps your water cool. In Australia, it's very hot at the moment. I know that doesn't make sense if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, but hydration is so critical. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm starting to, I've had a lot of conversations this week and it's starting to falter. So you have to pick that up uh, next year. So there is some inspiration. If you do have a facilitator in your family or a friend or a colleague that you want to surprise with something that's going to up-level their skills for next year, give them a bit of confidence or get them even started on the path of virtual facilitation. There's a well-rounded list of ideas here for you. Some good stocking fillers through to some expensive sass and buy tops. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, as this episode, this is a coming out to you the week before Christmas, I know we've got a very diverse audience here, people all around the world that may not celebrate Christmas, but um, if you are, I'd like to just to encourage you to, to stay safe and to look after yourself uh, during the holiday period. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I will be bringing out a show next week, but I think it's nice in the week leading up to it as we are hopefully starting to ramp down uh, just to take care of each other, be kind to each other. And I'm so grateful that you're here listening in because together we can make workshop experiences and change that brand of workshops um, around the world and make it more positive for everyone involved. I'm sorry if that sounds corny, but it's the reason I'm here. And thank you for being part of it. 
Look forward to chatting to you next week and bringing you another episode of the First Time Facilitator podcast. Again, reach out to me if you have purchased any of these things or if you have other tips and recommendations. I love hearing about cool stuff that is out there. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the First Time Facilitated podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date with anything going on in Facilitation World or LeanneHughes.com world, head on over to LeanneHughes.com forward slash subscribe to get on the mailing list uh, and I'll keep you updated there. Otherwise, tune in every week by hitting subscribe on your podcast player of choice and you'll get your episodes delivered to you, uh, including bonus ones that I put out from time to time. Ciao.